Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. But uh, <clears throat> welcome back to another overreaction Monday, week 10, it's November 15, 2021. Man, we back. Here we are, man. What do we know, man? What's your matter of fact? What's your first your first overreaction from yesterday, man? From this weekend. Overreaction, my first one. The charges are frauds, man. <laughs> nah. The charges are frauds, man. Like the past two weeks, I've been jumping on the, the Justin Herbert, the Darius Butler. Man. Charges bandwagoning, man. They've been. Man. They've been letting me down, man. Last week, that's, that's obviously an overreaction, man. But that's that's one of mine. I mean, my, mine is, um, and I wouldn't even say it's overreaction because I kind of been saying it. We maybe both been saying this, but Chiefs. Chiefs might be back. They might be back six and four right now. Uh, I, we kept talking about, you know, they were winning, but they were winning ugly. Yeah. Still good to win. I think they're going to stack three wins in a row now. Um, obviously lost some games earlier that they felt like they should have won. Patrick Mahomes had another 400-yard game last night, threw the ball 50 times. Did make a couple throws that I was kind of like, oh, even though they turn out well, you're like, man, you know. That ain't Abrams back there. That's a pick with that running back. Uh, that's one of them. But got the win, put up a bunch of points, 41-14 against a divisional opponent, Raiders. Um, so, yeah, Chief, the Chiefs are back. That's my first overreaction, man. Hey, another one, another real overreaction. Are the Raiders done? <sighs> you know what? Remember so, we talked earlier. So we they, talked they, they earlier. Started, they started off hot. Mm-hmm. And we said we, we've kind of seen this from them, um, shoot, last year. Um, obviously, they've had a lot go on in the organization, the head coach, um, yep. Ruggs. And I thought yeah, this would be this would have been a perfect game for them playing back at home, playing against a divisional rival, that they can kind of get things back going. But to come out and lose at home 41-14, um, what, what you think? It, it was ugly, and this was um, when we talked a few weeks ago. We put that graphic up about the teams who were kind of in a in a in the lead at that point, and we said, you know, if we had to pick any of the teams that will falter uh, as the season goes on, we talked about the Bengals yeah. because they were young, and, and you said, hey, how would they be able to handle success at this point? At that point, I think they were at the top of the AFC, and then uh, we also talked about the Raiders. Yeah. Because of, you know, what's happened last year and obviously all of the outside noise and distractions that have been going on um, and tragedy that have been going on with uh, with the Raiders organization this year. And, and right on the money, I guess they're both a faltering. So 
it ain't looking good. It's too, I won't say they're done just yet, just because that division, like you said, Herbert Staley, what's going on there? Um, right. Denver, <laughs> what, what's going on there, man? Uh, so it's still a lot of questions in that division, still a tough division. Um, but the Chiefs are back. Raiders got they got their ass whooped, but I think they can yeah. bounce back and still salvage the season somewhat. Um, yeah, hey, we 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 talk about it, man. If you have a if you have a system around you, you have a chance to be successful. So yeah. a lot of times you see these young quarterbacks go into situations that's not pretty, right? So obviously the the, the Patriots were able to get a um an early dra- a earlier draft pick than what they usually do because you know nine times out of ten, you know they playing you know either in the Super Bowl or deep in the playoffs and um Mac Jones coming into a situation and a system that he can thrive in and like you said like not every game he has to be that quarterback that throws for 300 yards or have these wild numbers but you know do what you're supposed to do yeah and um and I think now as he gets you know later on in the season he's more comfortable in the system um, I think they're going to open it up a little more. The defense is playing well. You know, special teams is always going to play well up there um, with New England. And yeah, I like what I'm saying. That was that was an all all around ass whooping. Uh, the defense yeah. obviously been playing been playing well and getting better as the season goes on. Uh, as we expect, this is the part of the season we talked about it where teams okay that really identify themselves really get hot going these runs and these Patriots man and Mac Jones. <laughs> Hey, Mac, he he was he was he was he was very decisive yesterday. Um, so a lot of his throws, the touch, the accuracy, the smarts, all this stuff that people raved about coming out, and why a lot of people were saying, "Hey, he's going to make go number three. Um, he's putting it on display now. And yeah. you talk about all the time the surroundings. What do you have around your quarterback? A lot of people say, "Oh, Mac Jones should have went second. He should have went third. I, I think Mac Jones went to the perfect spot. Perfect. I think he went to, to the perfect spot, perfect coach, perfect coordinator. I think I don't think he would be having the same success in the, with the Jets in New York. I just personally don't, but uh, could be wrong. But Matt, hey, if if you had to answer this question though, can Mac Jones lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl? Most likely would be a wild card. I still think the Bills win this division, but um, can Mac Jones lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl? Um, overreaction Monday, right? I, I, I this, you know, we're gonna bring this back. So <laughs> week hey, seventeen, week eighteen, roll around. Hey, I, we're gonna I, bring I this video back. I think huh? he can. I think he can. Now it's gonna be a tough road, but I think he can, and I think they have again the right, the right leadership and Bill Belichick. They have a defense. You know, they can run the ball. Um and your and, and your special teams gonna come and play, you know. And so they were, and they were down there starting running back too yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, those are all the that's your equation right there. You you got the formula. So I, I think they can, and I'm with you. I think the Bills are gonna win this division. They getting that wild card. You, you know, it's all about matchups at that point. Yeah. Um. Okay, Matt. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Not this year. Not this year. Even though the AFC is sort of wide open right now, I just feel like, you know, when it gets deep, pause, like you're going to have to, like your quarterback is just going to have to go out and just have a couple crazy games. And you're gonna, it's going to be Lamar, Patrick, you know, the Titans. Who else we going to have on the AFC side? But, 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 but think about it, though, D. But I, I'm with you, though. You, you are going to have a game. You, what you just say? I said I ain't gonna put Herbert there. Right oh, okay, now. okay. But just, just, just think about it though. Like you said, like I, I do believe I, I'm with you when you say quarterback is going to ha- go out there and have to have a great game, one of those games during that run. But man, if that defense just keeps playing like Josh that, defense, man, special teams gonna give you some some crucial some crucial plays. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. If he was going, if he was, if if you know, if he was sitting at eight and two right now or something, and it looked like they was gonna have home field advantage, 
that may be a completely different ball game. You're talking about everybody having to come up to Foxborough and win. Yeah. But him having to travel as a rookie and, and, and win on the road in some of these hostile environments, I personally, I don't see it right now. I'm not going to overreact that much. But it's they, are hitting, Monday, baby. They, are, they are hitting, hitting the stride right now. And she, who knows, in 30 minutes, I, that overreaction may <laughs> Ain't no telling yeah, me. Be there. Um, while we talking about this, what you think of what you think of DK, man? That, that, that shit was lame. That was lame. That was lame. We, I mean, we watch it. We done been around a lot of, you know, tough guys. And when I watch the shit that that for, that he does, that he's been doing, it, it's one or two things to me. I ain't even gonna get into the details of that, but. Even watching the video back, you can see he picks and chooses who he tried with that bullshit. Oh, no he, he going and grabbing the face mask of the young boy shit. Then Amos coming there, then he cool. Then somebody else getting there, he, and then Savage getting there, then he cool again. Then everybody, come on with the fake tough guy shit, bro. Just get out there, do your job, play football. You know, somebody, you know, hold your ground. But he just tried, he been doing too much, and it's been going on for. He was doing it last year a little bit too, but he was producing, and now when he's yeah. not producing. Yeah, uh, some of his frustration is different, but uh, I, I thought it was corny. It was lame all the way around. Uh, what, you, what you thought about it? Yeah, it'd be that. I mean, to me, you know, it's the same, man. Just that extra shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, as a player, you you kind of said it. You know, you pick and choose, pick and choose your battles. And yeah. I'm pretty sure you you played against guys like that. Like you watch them on film, and you go, like, okay, he he doing this, that, and the third. But when somebody else step up to him, it's they ain't that same energy. Facts. So, um, <laughs> they ain't that same energy. So, um, yeah. but yeah, man, he just got to go out there and play ball and you know cut all that madness out, man. He he got to cut it out. But what I don't want, I know I picked the Seahawks, and you know, Russ, Mister Unlimited. Uh, I thought you know him being out for those weeks, he was gonna come back so hungry and fresh, fresher than his body's ever been in November. And he'd been training and, and rehabbing for 19, <laughs> 19 hours a day. Man, I'm like, come on, man. man as, soon, as soon as I saw that report, when I saw Rap, she put that shit out. I wanted to change my damn pick so bad. And then I had questions, obviously, with A Rod coming off of COVID just based on the history of other quarterbacks and other players coming off of COVID and how they would be and, you know, but A-Rod didn't play great either, but this Packers defense, man, what they done done against Kyler, Mahomes, Russ, like, like we said, you out there, I want to hear no, no excuse, no explanation. They have Not been that. balling uh, all year. Good. So um, I think they're a top five defense right now. And, um, you know, you got a defense like that, the quarterback like A-Rod. That's why I'm not mad that you having them at the top of that NFC at all. Yeah. So and they look good, man. Defense looks damn good. Look like the strength of this team actually right now. Nah, and I and I ain't mad at it. And then they had the young boy come in late in the game, um, Dylan. And you got – in December, you don't want to be – you don't want to – on the defensive side, and it's cold, I, you don't want – you don't want to see them problems, man. Big, a big fresh body. He fresh, fresh too, body. man. Exactly. Nah. Exactly. But, uh, hold on. Let me look at these these Packers stats. We got a man-to-man alum, Amos, over there. He been balling. But the Green Bay Packers defense after 10 weeks, third in points allowed, third in yards allowed, third in yards per play, six in takeaways, third in opponent passer rating, second in yards per attempt. Seventh in scoring percentage, seventh in turnover percentage. So Packers doing their thing, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Shout out to Green and Yellow. Anybody well, this is an overreaction. <laughs> I saw G.I. Joe. Uh, he tweeted me yesterday with the video attached. We can't throw the video up in here. We got we already got one strike, couple strikes. We threw a video right. here a while ago. But uh, if you haven't seen the video, it was Teddy Bridgewater. It was at the fumble, right? Yeah. So it was at the fumble. Yeah. Um, he went in. They showed us a video of him basically not even making an attempt to make a tackle. And uh, G.I. Joe was hot about this. He said, at least, you got to at least try. Why are you even playing if you ain't? How, you, how did you feel about uh, about that? Uh, about, Teddy, you know, Teddy B doing what he did? Man, so... I mean, I ain't like it. You know what I mean? We out there playing football. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
you wanted the leaders, man. I understand, you know, the quarterback, sometimes a quarterback don't be out there trying to tackle or whatever the case may be. But that was a big, that was a big time play. You know what I'm saying? And um, you, you gotta, gotta, I gotta see more effort. I got to. You know, would you feel the same way if that was 18? I gotta see more effort. Like dive at the legs or something like, and like I said, I understand like with the quarterbacks, they don't be wanting to get the quarterbacks involved in that. But we, it's eleven, it's eleven guys out here on the field. I, I gotta see more effort. I don't Teddy, care who you I are. I ain't gonna lie, Teddy get a pass from me. He get a pass from me, it, and and maybe maybe I'm just scarred from playing with Andrew Luck for five years, five six years. But um, there was sometimes he'll throw a pick aside. So I'd be like, bro, just. But I understand what you're saying, effort. But there was no way for him to even fake it. It was a lot coming at Teddy done dealt with a bunch of injuries. Teddy like, man, fuck what y'all talking about. I ain't about to be back on that, in that training room. Y'all throw Drew Locke out here, baby. <laughs> y'all had to be back out here next week. So I get it, Teddy, two gloves. You know, that ain't what you get paid to do. You don't get paid to tackle, man. So um, I wouldn't have felt if, if that was Tom. I saw Tom Brady throw a pick. And just go hand on his knees. I saw him just walk. I've seen Peyton do it. I've seen other guys do it. So hey, Teddy Tugelo, you get the same pass with me, brother. Okay, so I'm but 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 when when they threw that pick was like they on the other side of the field. Like Who? did the guy to Montana? Like Tom and, and 18. Like did did a guy run right by him? <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about he ran right like right now. If somebody walked if somebody walked in the, in your in your office right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they would they, they would be in the same screen, right? It, it That's was, a little it was about right there. They were, it was, it was. That's a little cool. different. So I, I get it if he if he was back and he, you know, I mean, he threw it and the and the runner was on the other side of the field and he ain't about to go take off. But I'm so about hey, somebody man ran right across the again. Face. Somebody sent me the video again. Yeah, it was close. So uh, <laughs> I understand. Look. Truck, Marcus Clemens, you say he not that top tier. Damn that. To Teddy, to him, to him he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, I, I, that, that, that would be I, tough for me, D-Buck. I know what Teddy been through, man. I know what he hey, been through, man. Hey, we all been through some things. Nah, I, I know what Teddy been through, man. Hey, hey we all been through that's some a, things, that's, man. That's a, that's, a biz, that's a business decision, brother. Ah, I, that that's that's rough for me, man. I seen that one. I'm like, damn, you can at least like not on the ground or something. Like, it's a, at, at least get dirty. Like, I, you know, hey, you know, <sighs> bottom boy. Overreaction. Hurts is the best Alabama quarterback in the league. What you think, Mac Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta. About overreacting to Mac. Damn, you got Mac Jones, you got Hurts, you got um Tua. Tua, Tua. Hurts, Jones, Tua. Is that only three? I think that's only um, three. Starters. Started. Yeah. I'm, 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 damn, that's tough. Is Hurts the best? Might be. If I had to build my team around one. Who would I take? You know what? I go. I'm gonna go with Mac Jones. I take Mac Jones. You go with Mac Jones. I like. You know, I like Hurts. I've been on a Hurts train since last year, but I'm gonna I'm take Mac Jones because why? Why, I have to, why, because why would he, why would go Mac? Why would you go Mac Jones? Because this was why. So last, like I, we just talked about the trajectory and the the progress of Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So if you look at where Mac Jones is right now. If I look out and kind of um, like, what do I think his progression will be a year down the line, two years maybe down the line? I think I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. I do same thing with Jalen Hurts, but Mac Jones, how he dissects things from that pocket, I, w- I would take him. Um, that'd be my choice. I would take him. I right, cool. him, build a good old line around him. So weapons at receiver. So do you me Mac ten baby? Would you um would you say, you know, I'm big on this, just as far as like who Mac Jones is learning from, um, what what they're teaching them. Could you think could that be a big difference as far as what you see in Jalen Hurts versus 
um Mac Jones, you know what I mean? Where you talking about like the trajectory, could that be a uh could that play a difference? Whereas yeah. if say if Hertz was in New England, like and what he's able to do with his legs and, and things of that nature, like yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So in that system, like I, I mean, legs are all they can always help you out. Eh? But in that system, they want somebody who's going to distribute that thing from the pocket, find mm-hmm. matchups, keep the you know the ball moving down, matriculating down the field, taking yeah. care of it. Um, I feel like Hurts. I wouldn't want to see Hurts in that type of system, honestly. I, I want to see Hurts get out there and do some special things mm-hmm. um, that Mac Jones may not have the the capacity to do. But yeah. uh, so I wouldn't want to see him in that system. And Jalen, five years from now, Jalen Hurts could be the better quarterback for sure. Um, but if I just had to bet or take one to build my franchise around, I would go with Matt. Oh, yeah, I would go with Matt. After the year he had at Bama and then living up to the hype, everybody said, hey, Patriots system, he's going to be the next one, you know, woo woo. And, you know, he's up to this point, I feel like he's living up to that hype. I don't want to over, like, gas him up like he's, you know, I mean, it's so reaction Monday. Hey, it's so reaction Monday. Mac 10 to go. Nah, nah, nah. He, uh, I'm going to take on Mac. Tomorrow game. Mm-hmm. Hey, go to the Colts game. Man. I got something I want to say about our Colts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get there. Because they, um, they, they jumped out 17 zip. They just, 17 zip, man. That shit in neutral. And then that's what it, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. Like, I don't know what it is, man, but. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta start putting our foots on the team's throat, man. You know, like you say, they they, they tend to to put it in neutral, let teams get back into the in, into the game. Um, we did get the W. That was that was mm-hmm. bad. Put us back um, at five and five, but um, we gotta start putting our foots on their neck when we can. Get them out. Put what them was out the other game? Uh, for uh, the Titans. We the jumped out fourteen zip on the Titans. Gotta finish, man. Gotta finish. Gotta finish. Um. You know, you. I think you picked the Jags to cover in this one. Been there, this I was did. a divisional game. I had yeah. the Colts uh, cover, and Colts. It was this was a ten and a half point spread. Colts had an eleven point lead for like, I feel like two and a half quarters, twenty to nine, and then Colts went. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars went down and scored, put two on the board, cut it down. Colts came back, put another field goal on the board, but got to have foot on the next man. But we are. Um, Jonathan Taylor is. I mean. Special. He's tied right now with uh, King Henry for the league lead in rushing yards. Henry ain't played in two weeks. That's crazy. Um, hey, shout out to JT, man. I think we've been talking about it. Like, this is what we need to do, man. We need to lean on the young boy, man. He's mm-hmm. in his rhythm. He, he, he's, he's running the ball hard downhill. Um, and I like what I'm seeing out of him, man. So, lean on him. Lean on him. Lean on two weight, man. Lean on two weight. I think November Colts, um, you, you you look at them play, man, they look like, like you said, we got to finish. Um, definitely a lot of things we can and should need to clean up. But, I mean, they, they got the pieces, man. Carson been no playing well. He, he's come over and revived his career, it looks like, up to this point. Defense is playing well. Um, young boy, Isaiah Rogers got his start. Got some reps out there corner, man. He looked good. I, I, I like I like what I see out of the young, out of the young, young three, four out there, man. But, um got to put their foot got it we got to have that killer instinct man no question no need question. that Yo, mike white we did talk about that though <laughs> told you mike white yeah hey, it's time for him he, to come back he, down to earth and he had that starter position it's a little different but we ain't gonna talk about that <laughs> yeah, yeah, take it. it's a little tough it's a little tough but we ain't we ain't gonna talk about that you're starting now like it's doing people, here, people, man. people know who you is they know what they getting we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk Buffalo about Bills smashing boys. Rams tonight, Monday night football. They go on to San Fran. Divisional battle. Rams is three and a half point favorite. I think we both got the I think we both got the Rams in this one, right? I got the Rams winning Rams. Rams covering too. Yeah. So that's making his debut. Debut. Um Von Miller. And I think week 10 is gonna be the week where the best the best quarterback situation in this division is going to show up tonight, like my man D. Butt said. Oh, so out of these two teams, or because we got Kyler, and, uh, I think I think Kyler is clearly the best quarterback in this division right now. 
with Russ being banged up. Now you still got Matt. You still got Matt Stafford at three. Yeah, Matt Stafford's still at three for me. Jeez. I mean, Russ just came off his worst game as a pro, but you know, Wolverine, he'll be back. Mr. Unlimited, he'll be back. Um, so I guess right now, right now, I mean, what did Matt Stafford do last week? My last image of Matt Stafford right now is spinning around the end zone and throwing it to, <laughs> throwing it to somebody's chest and then the play after, throwing it right hey, to Kevin Byer for a pick six. That's I, my I last image of Matt Stafford right there. He's so. seven and two, and you got you got you got Matt Stafford number three quarterback in the division. I'm saying I done seen him against some good teams. They got punished. The Cardinals, Titans. Ooh. Punish. Um, I mean, I'll say two B. Cause I can't, I can't clearly put Russ at two right now because we don't know, we don't know how that thing gonna be, man. How that finger gonna yeah. be? Okay, but hey, hopefully we get a good matchup tonight, Monday Night Football, Week Ten, the Rams and the Niners, Thursday, November eighteenth. The man, the man pod is back. November holidays are here. Christmas pretty much here right now, man. I know you over there get ready. How your day been going so far, man? Man, been going good, man. You already know how that last quarter of the year be, man. I feel like that last quarter be flying by. Facts, facts, man. Are you a um? Are you a New Year's resolution guy? I think mine's really be like the same every year. It just be like, just be a a, just get better. You know what I'm saying? Like just get better. Um, oh, continue wow. to grow. That that's that's kind of my my New Year's thing year in and year out how about you yeah I, I i'm definitely a resolution guy but um like it's usually typical same stuff you know more discipline consistency yeah. focus and then sometimes you have your little you know certain goals that you want to hit but for all the new year's resolution folks out there like myself you might as well start now man might as start well early you got your christmas tree up yet you one of them now nah. you grow up and, but and, hey, Thanksgiving. But the the yeah, Thanksgiving. That's the the pressure's already been applied though. I, I in the neighborhood, I think we saw maybe like three sets of lights. Yeah, some people they can't wait. Soon as Halloween over, they throw the lights up, and like you know, the community has put some lights up already. So start to feel that pressure from the kids. Like hey, <laughs> I got I got that question this morning dropping the kids off the school. Hey, Dad, hey, we. we when we get in that tree. Hell yeah, I'm you like, know they be talking about it in school. Nah, no question. No question. Bad news. Yeah. And um heard I think yesterday um young Dolph, rapper Young Dolph, uh lost his life. Senseless violence, man. Um down in Memphis, his hometown where he's from. Does a lot, did a lot for that community. Uh he was he was gunned down, slain yesterday. So condolences to him and his family, man. Uh, you uh, was you a fan of Dolph? Yeah, man. Um, the Memphis rappers, man, been coming on, been coming on tough, you know. Um, but definitely, Young Dolph had a lot of, a lot of hits, man. It was just, it was dope just to see him at Jackson State homecoming in the locker room after they win. Yeah, him interacting with the, with the, with the players, man. And it was like you said, man, just shocking news. And as it's, as it's been, you know talked about across the social uh, media platforms man and one one big thing is like you know these rappers man um being killed in their hometowns you know what i'm saying and uh that's supposed to be one of the places that you feel um the most comfortable you know what yeah. i mean but as you as you as you as you hear it and you've kind of and you've been in that situation where you know you you grew up where you grew up at You've been able to go and, and do great things or whatever. And at times, man, everybody's not happy to, to see you to go on and do bigger and better things, especially when right. you come from the same the same struggle that they've come from and they're, you know, they're just struggling to get out. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just unfortunate, like you said, man. Um, 36 years old. Um, not sure if he was married, but his, you know, his, his girl, you know, leaving behind two, two beautiful um children man so again yeah. man it's just unfortunate man and again just um these young brothers are getting killed man it, it, it's 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 getting it's getting sick to continuously hear this shit day in and day out man and um at some point man we gotta 
we got to stop this shit, man. Yeah, for sure. And now obviously you're hearing about it because it's Dolph is a rapper, like you said, but this is happening day in, day out in uh, cities, communities around the country, around the world. And a lot of it obviously can be avoided. And we know a lot of the things that lead to uh, things like this happening. I think that's where it needs to start to, to break these cycles. And, you know, we just we, we like, come on, man. We, 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 you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, gotta figure this out and take care of each other, man. Cause this shit, this shit get crazy, man. RIP to Dolph, man. He was independent too, you know, independent yeah. was putting the same with, with Nip. You know, Nip was another shocking uh, murder that happened um, in his hometown as well. Independent. Uh, he reportedly, you know, was buying a bunch of properties for his kids every year for their birthdays. So he was doing things, you know, the right way. So, Hate to see a young man losing his life like this, man. Supporting a small business in his own community at that, yeah. which, is, yeah. which is fucking wild, man. But um, praise to. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To the family, I tip my hat to Steph to the Golden State Warriors, man, playing some beautiful ball right now. Man, yeah, he's special, man. And uh, I, I've been, you know, obviously saying it for a while. Everybody has seen he's a special player for a while now. But I've, you know, kind of been – that's like my just – that's like the NBA's versus Justin Herbert for me, man. He just he just different, man. Uh, well, not actually, oh, my God. Know, Did you just say that? I ain't going to disrespect Steph like that. <laughs> yeah, Steph, Steph is a unicorn in his own way. Oh, okay. okay. In his own I, 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 I get it. I get it. That's your – Justin Herbert is your guy in the NFL. And, and you, yeah, you get what I was saying. I just don't want it to yeah. be twisted and misconstrued. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I, I, I remember last good. year I got some pushback from you when I tried – I think I put it in my top five. Uh, top five all time post like you know that i've watched is what i said you know i remember that conversation oh, I, we had and i think shaq was left out of my top and he was like damn no shaq you're gonna put steph and i had steph over kd and we had a whole we're gonna revisit that but yeah we will, fast, we will. let's get back to 2021 man he, he's doing some special thing he's on pace to do and he's doing it while a lot of other stars in the nba are kind of regressing a little bit because of these new rules regressing who who's regressing I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna call no names. I ain't gonna call no names. It's early. But I don't know who you're talking about. I, I, I would love to, like, you know, like, who, who's impressing? You know, it, it's it's some big time players out there. That's that's not, you know, these new rules. We got a new ball that they're using. They went from Spalding to Wilson. Are you talking uh, about James Harden? Oh, James. He's definitely one of those. Since we're gonna start talking names, James Harden. I mean, okay. Uh, Dame Lillard. And you know how I feel about Dane. You know what I mean? Like it's still early, but Dane, yeah, yeah, Dane, Trey Young. Um, and now it's something I want to ask you because I I don't I usually don't watch a lot of regular season basketball. For a while, yeah. it got really like it just wasn't fun to watch. Playoffs late in the season when it really matters, that's when you watch. But now I can watch a game, almost anybody playing because they letting them play. Yeah. How do you feel about the new rules? Uh and, you know, everything that's going on in the NBA as a viewer. Man, I love it, man. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? And and I think we always I think everybody who's a fan of sports um, the past couple of years has been kind of saying like leaning towards like it's, it's getting soft. You know what I mean? So being able to see these players play. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I, mean, I like it. And it's funny, man. I was in I was in when I was um, in, on vacation or whatever. I was um, fortunate enough to, to talk to some older NBA cats. Like mm -hmm. shout out Mitch Richmond, Theo Ratliff, um, Charles Smith, and I was just kind of asking them about um, 
where the game was at now as far as when they played, as far as just the the, the physicality of the game. Yeah. And um, they kind of were saying the kind of same thing. Like, they kind of like where it's, it's getting back to that point. And, again, I think those star players, some of them, I feel as though will be able to um, matriculate and, and, and catch up to it. But they, they um, went off last night. I actually yeah. bet against him last night. I had what was it? They played the Bulls, I think. I had the yeah. Bulls minus four and a half. They came back in. But again, though, like you can't fault the players, though. You can't fault the players of how they were playing. Like this is how the game was being called. So I'm gonna use that to my advantage. You know what I mean? I feel you. I, I, I feel like, like, so that's just some, like it's some gamesmanship like, to it, but. You know that uh, I ain't like it, man. And I, and I, I'm a I was a big fan of James Harden, still a big fan of James. Right. But it is a lot of things that he was doing out of natural basketball move that's going to draw fouls. So I, I no, love no. the fact that they intentionally put some rules in place to make it better for us. I'm a hundred percent on your side. I'm a hundred percent on your side. But if this is how they're calling the game, shit, why not use that? Like if they're gonna keep calling it, and I'm keep I keep doing this dumb shit, and the defender keep Fact. falling for it. And the reps keep calling it. I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I wasn't a fan of it either. But hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, I, if I'm gonna get away with it, shit, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, but um, it, it was a game. Uh, the Warriors Nets game a couple of days ago. They got a lot of reaction. It got you know loud mouth over there. ESPN yelling again and bringing Kyrie back up. The ratings must have dropped off for a couple of days. He had to get him back right. But um, Steph, <laughs> he went on. I feel like Steph is. In these games, the games he was matched up with Trey Young, went off for a 50 clip. Like, hey, young fella, this, you know, go back and see KD and Harden. Hey, in y'all building, I'm getting MVP chance, shooter, shooter chance. I feel like he on a mission right now. When Clay get back, he's been speaking out a little more than he's ever been. He's on a mission. Draymond Green just started his new podcast. Yeah. He'll be talking a lot. It's going to be exciting to watch them guys. But um, you worried about them nets? You, you, were, you were the first person. <laughs> I told I heard you. tell me, hey, without Kyrie, these nets are not going to be the same. They're not going to find. I was like, man, they still got hard. They still got KD tripping. I told you, bro. Like, if without without Kyrie, this Nets team is just. I'm not going to say a regular team because you do you you do still have two megastars, but I think they're second the in the East right. Now. I think they're eleven and five right now. They are second in the East, mm-hmm. but they don't scare anybody. I don't think, you know, they're 11. I think they're 11 and five. They don't scare anybody. Um, and I I, I I, don't believe in the Nets without Kyrie. I, I also don't believe in, oh, man, I feel sorry for KD or I feel sorry. Man, come on, man. You got, you got James Harden right there, bro. You got, you got, two, you got um, two of the top 10 players in the league on the same team. You got Patty Mills. Like, you got. Come on, man. You got Blake Griff. You got players. Cut it out, man. Aldridge. Yeah. They got to stop with this shit. But uh, I love it, man. I love to see it. Big NBA news, though. In my space. Now, that's huge. This is huge news. This is huge news for us out there, guys. I don't know who out there else in the crypto fam. But um, the iconic Staples Center. Iconic. Obviously, the home of the Lakers and the Clippers for a while. And these sparks, I think the Kings too. I like Kings, Kings, yeah. But uh, iconic, iconic arena in sports uh, will be renamed on Christmas Day to the Crypto.com Arena. This isn't the first one. We got one here in Miami. It's already the FTX Arena. It was uh, American Airlines. But uh, how did you react to this news? What was your first reaction to this? Obviously, we've seen crypto wow. in the sports space. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Again. Um, in my travels, I would say my whole week there, that's what 95, I would say 90% of the talk was about, was about crypto and NFT. So obviously, um, this is, a, you know, as you already know, you're big in the crypto spaces. Crypto is big worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first thing I said was, wow. Cause like you said, Staples Center is very iconic. Um, I know it's a lot of fans just kind of feeling a certain type of way about the Staples um for now for now right you know I mean? but, but again I, I think it's tone one I think it's, um i think it's it's a huge move and it just goes to show where crypto is not slowing down and it's not going to slow down for a while so you know it's 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 a, it's a major move major and i i 
it was uh, over seven hundred million dollars. I think twenty years um, the deal, something like that. But um, I mean, like you said, it ain't, it's not slowing down. And this is the FTX. They signed a deal with Otani, who mm-hmm. was one of the favorites to be uh, the favorite to be the AL MVP. Um, Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, so somebody did a deal with Aaron Rodgers, Steph Curry, like all these, di- all these. It's moving. Yeah. It's moving, man. So um, you know. I love it. And I know we all tied to Staples now, but five, ten years from now, my kids going to know crypto. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they're going to know. That's where Kobe Bryant's Magic Johnson, that's where they jerseys going to be hanging in the crypto.com arena. The crypt. Yeah. That's crazy, though, man. That's uh, that's wild. It is It is definitely wild to see, though. Sure. The coach, the coach Hall knocks last night, man. I know I missed it. Um, you said you tuned in. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, so I had to tune in, man. It was the first one, first one of its kind. You know, during the season, I, I've enjoyed the Hard Knocks training camp over the years. I thought it was pretty good. You know, yeah. and, and it's kind of, it kind of came kind of the perfect time for them. You know, because they started off and they kind of showed the progression of the season, but started off slow and now kind of fighting their way back in the playoff picture. Um, it kind of highlighted, you know, they usually highlight a couple guys, highlighted Carson Wentz, uh, Maniac, Darius Leonard was highlighted as well. Had some cool moments, uh, you know, Naheem Hines linking up with Tavon Austin before the game. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, and you older than Tavon, I'm older than Tavon, but for the guys that are younger than Tavon, like his highlight tape in college was like the standard. Top. Yeah, <laughs> top. probably one of the top. Cause I, I I watched it and was like, and he was from Baltimore. He's from Baltimore. Yeah. One of my roommates, um, is from Baltimore. Big Cheese. Big Cheese been on here one time. Yep. He's from Baltimore, and he was telling me when we was, he was like, "Yo, we got a young boy <laughs> in Baltimore that 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 can do it." Yeah. And seeing his highlight and and still to this day, I would say he probably top five highlights. I saw his high school stuff because I was uh, in in the Big East, obviously at UConn, and uh, playing West Virginia. And they had Noel Devine, Pat White, Steve Slayton, Darius, and all these phenomenal playmakers. And they're like, "Hey, we got another one coming up through Baltimore. He might be better than all of them." Yeah. So I watched the tape, and then obviously, you know, talking to my young guys that was playing against my Dub U, um, at Dub V. Whew, special, but uh, that was a dope moment right. seeing him kind of, you know, because you know we we I think we've all kind of had those moments where we see where we on the field pre-game or post-game with something somebody we looked up to and we seen him, you get a chance to meet him. So that was definitely a dope moment. But it was it was good all around. I thought it was good production, um, showing behind the scenes meeting. So, so will it be one of them things you catch every week or um and not then and, and you know I know you know um, I will, oh oh yeah be, be, honestly because of the coach. You know what and I mean? And that's what I was about to ask. So I was about to ask, like, if it was any other team, would it be one of them things that, you know, I got to catch this this week? Yeah, no, nah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But because the Colts and, you know, you yeah. looking, you know a bunch of the guys in, in there. And, sure. Yeah, I, I think, you know, definitely. I'm looking at the facility, too. Like, damn, I wish we had some of that. Had it. I heard. I heard. <laughs> hey, so Van Albright just asked a question. Um, who was that player for you? Like, you know, when you got to the league, like, damn, like, that's so-and-so, like. Oh, man. When I got to the league, um, Champ Bailey was definitely one of them. I remember when I, the first time I saw Champ, I was like, oh, shit. Like, uh, like you know, that's 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 when every. Yeah. Right, like I had to go down. It had to go holler at 20. Um, so those are probably the two that would jump out. Um to me first. What about you? Man, I ain't gonna front. I walked in the locker room. I was able to play alongside one of mine, like Bob Sanders. Yeah. Like, I was in college, man, and watching him, even though he was only a couple years, the way he was playing, I was like, damn, like, <laughs> I, can I play like that? You yeah, know, like, they were Reed. Um, So, those two guys, just playing in safety position was kind of like those two guys for me. Yeah, for sure, man. In my locker room, shot I, I walked. I got drafted by the Patriots, so you had Brady, yeah. Moss, like Randy. That, that that was that was surreal to me, even more so than Brady. Like, damn, teammates with Randy Moss. Yeah, you know, Fred sure. Fred Taylor was my teammate. You know, he was yeah. another. You know, from life from Florida, I looked up to. So, 
You had, I had those moments, shit, a lot, honestly. Playing that good. game against y'all, fourth and two, that was my rookie year. That was one, probably three times in my career where I felt like, damn, like this, like I'm in like a movie or something or a video. Well, what happened on that on that game in that game? Now I don't want to talk about the end, but no, like just during that. during the game, you know, I'm right, in the right. stands. I'm looking over and I see like 18, like Peyton just like, hey, blah, 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 blah. I'm like. The rook, hey, we, hey, the rook, two, 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 check, 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 check. Hold up, hold up, cuz, he looking at me. <laughs> Let me chase something. Hey, boy, I tell you what, boy, we, we was on y'all ass out the gates. Nah, yeah. Everybody wouldn't adjust it. It was one drive that was, it was my drive. It was the rook's drive, man. They, Austin Collie gave me every route. I had never seen, boy. Woo. It come back to the sideline. <clears throat> hey, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we found them. Hey, we found them. Hey, we found them. You know when you in that game, you know that red dot. Hey, I got to get this red dot off. Yeah, I got to. I don't care if I got a whole flat something. Something hey, got to give, but. I, I, I had one of them games debuffed, so I remember that. That was when Peyton, and I kind of I felt disrespected. Cause it's like, cause it was it was when Peyton was in Denver, he came back to um, Lucas Oil, mm-hmm. and I had well, two touchdowns. Yeah, I had two touchdowns scored on me, right? So I was like, triangle at that time, it was, huh? Triangle. You remember? One of the triangle, Eric Decker. One of, yep. Yeah, one of them was triangle, and then the first one was when um. Oh, was a tight end, um, tight end, uh, Julius, uh, Thomas, Thomas, right? He caught the joint. It was a good catch when he caught it or whatever, but that was like, damn, I'm like, damn, I'm stank out here today. And I'm like, yo, me and P been teammates for a while, so you think I'm a weak link out here? Hey, hey, he was, he was, hey, he too was like, hey, yeah, I, I finally got, I got for one ass. I know, I know, I know where I could get him. Yes. So, um, but second, second half, you know, we kind of turned it around, but I, We've all had those moments. Turn up. Shout, shout out to Sandman too. Rob, Rob got us a nasty strip sack in the yeah. end zone. He'll be going into the ring of honor. What, 10, eight, 10 days? The 28th. Yep, 10 days. He'll be going to the ring of honor. So shout out 9 8, but that was a hell of a game. That stadium it's was crazy. Rocking man. that day. But uh, yeah. what's this? AB, there's this real lazy take going around about two high shell defense. Please explain to the people late safety rotation in the skies. Um, a lot of people in general know what the hell they. They don't about. know. Yeah, they don't know what a a two high shell defense because a two high shell defense could be multi, <laughs> multitude of coverages. Like Everybody it's not a cover two. Yeah, it could be cover two. It could be cover four. You could be trapping. It's so many different things. You could be doing in a two high shell defense. Um, you could be playing cover four on one side. You could be cover playing cover two on another side. Cover two on the strong side. Cover, you know what I mean? So it's it's different variations of two high shell um, defenses. Um, obviously, you know when you disguise, you want to show a quarterback two different looks. You want to show him a pre snap look, and you want to give him a post snap look. Um, so again, a lot of times, you know, you'll be in a two high shell and a safety can roll, roll down late. They can roll down to the flat. He can roll down and be a hook player, man. So it's a lot of different, um, things that you can do, um, in a defense and the good defenses, they show quarterbacks, them different looks. They switch it up. I think that was the biggest thing when we used to play, um, we used to, so I know one year we was in, um, I was playing in San Fran and we was playing against A-Rod. And what we did the entire game was just lined up corners and safeties. We lined up 10 yards and we just lined up um, across the board. And we gave him that same look every snap, but we were rolling to different different coverages. Again, you know, have him thinking after that ball is snapped. So, again, man, you know, um, too high shell, you know, when you listen to that – the analysts sometimes you gotta mute the TV, man, because they'll have you <laughs> thinking some. some you better some, turn. Some, you better yeah. turn to the Manning cast. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, the man and cast. So again, you know, two hot sales is not lazy. It's it's actually some good, some good shit. If you have a, a great defensive coordinator, some 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 leaders that can get you where you need to be. Yeah, we got um <clears throat> we gotta get the man to man uh cast this playoffs and next year some networks. Y'all how the network, but um they don't know what the hell they talk about most of the time. And honestly, shit. We could be watching and not know what the hell they're being coached. You know what I yeah. mean? Because unless you watch a team and you knowing what they're saying in those meetings, like, hey, if we get this route, we're gonna play it like this. If he breaks it, this because some teams can run the same exact coverages, but if a receiver breaks out at eight yards, team A is gonna treat that completely different than team B. So it's so many, and they could start and then change mid-season. You know, mid game, so it's so many different moving parts that it's tough to really uh know live. So it's not necessarily their fault. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. But good question. Good, good question. question. Another good question, Javier B. How protective were you of your playbook notes, etc., when you on when you're on the road? So a great great example of this is home teams. Home teams will have people. Um, go into the visitor locker room and go through the trash can. So, like, um, facts. facts, you know what I'm saying? So they'll have have um, people that's working go through the trash can because, you know, obviously after a game, not thinking of it, hey, I'm done with this game. I'm going to throw, this, um, throw this, this plan of this game into the trash can. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, this could be a divisional, a divisional, um, divisional opponent. Hey, maybe next time this is how they're trying to play us, or it could be a coach that's coming from this coaching tree, and mm-hmm. maybe this is how they do certain things or whatever. So, so um, coaches will always be hit. Like, hey, don't leave any of these papers or laying around. Don't throw them in the trash can. Um, of that, you know. So that's a great question. That you know that it, that does happen. Yeah, and I, I saw Nakiba. She put in some said the Pat Stiller. That's not stealing. It's not stealing. It's, you know, getting rid of the garbage, cleaning up. Hey. You know, you may leave it ready. You got it. You got it. You got to watch the shit now. And I'll tell hey, you, this, a lot of people get on the Patriots about, you know, stealing or cheating or bending the rules or doing this. To the, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, guys. But every team tries to find a, a, every team. I won't say cheats. You heard. You heard. You know, you know the old saying. You know the old saying. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You already know. You know what I mean? And this and this is not obviously this is not exclusive to sports. If you look at in the industry that is so, you know, it's high stakes. It's high stakes, man. We got millions, billions of dollars on the line, championships, uh jobs. So people gonna try. <laughs> she has your one man's trash, another man's trash. That's a fact. So, um, you know, it's moles in different organizations. Like, all this shit that you watch on TV, and this is going on in these industries. So, people, um, you know, I had a coach tell me, hey, if, we, if I had a, a close friend or somebody on the other team, hey, man, you talked to so-and-so this week, you know what I mean? You all, you'll give 10%, get 90 back. You know, I mm-hmm. ain't, you know, but if you know better, you know better. But, yeah, yeah. everybody trying to do it. So, I can't be mad if one, one, one team doing it better. But, uh, somebody talked about it um before we talk about this Bengals and um and Raiders game. Somebody talked about the Tristan Thompson um press conference, and I'm I'm not sure if uh if you've seen it, but uh it was talked. I think in the press well not the press conference, it was Luke Walton. Well, a reporter asked, "Do you think Luke Walton has to do more to um to motivate you guys?" You know what I mean? I think Tristan Thompson had a great answer and was like, right now where we at in our career, no grown man should need another grown man to motivate them to play well, to play better, whatever the case may be. And I thought that was, you know. Um, uh, who else said that this year? Tristan Thompson. No, I was a coach that said that this year too in football. Jets go, uh, Salah, Robert Salah said that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I agree with him. Like, shit, you – why you need another man to motivate you to come out here and do your job? Facts. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But but you know, Tristan also, I think um as a player, for sure, 100 percent agree with you. Nobody should have to motivate you. You gotta be self-motivated. 
Uh, Tristan obviously is a old Wiley vet at this point. He's a champion, done it for go. a long time. Um, you if your team is made up with a bunch of young guys and you're a coach, though, I think you oh. have to find some way to, you know, make sure your team, you know, you ain't got to get into a rah-rah speech and, you know, yeah. this one's for the Gipper type shit, but you got to find different ways to motivate you, especially if you got a young squad, especially Agreed. in basketball. Basketball, you know, you got some 18, 19, 20-year-old kids sometimes. Agreed. Who, you know, may be caught up in the lifestyle of being an NBA player. Um, so I think you do got to find some creative ways to keep the team motivated. But as a player, 100% agree with him. Robert Salah, your team needs something. <laughs> hey, you, 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 back back this week. You, you, you see the back and forth between him and Rex Ryan? No, nah, I did see Rex Ryan say, uh, don't ever compare me. <laughs> And then, and then Robert was like, man, this man always got something to say. Like, if you need something, if you got something to say, man, you, you know where to find me. Come, basically, come see me. You know the address. I'm in, I'm in your old office, champ. Yeah, come see me. Stop playing with me. But, Rex, you know, that's that. That's what happens when you get on TV. You get on these networks, man. You got you to gotta say shit to, you know, get some buzz, yeah. get people talking about you. Rex always saying some wild shit. I don't know what he meant by I don't know the context of it. I haven't even heard. Robert Salah compared to, you know, um, Rex outside of being rookie head coach, defensive guy with the Jets. Yeah. Uh, but Rex did do his thing early on with the Jets. Rookie quarterback yeah. to Mark Sanchez. So they got Joe Flacco out there starting. Boy, um, the Mike White experience is over that quick. You you know why? Damn. I mean, I told I told you he was gonna come down to earth last week, but damn. I mean, he 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 got put in that starter that starting position. It's a little different when when it all eyes is on you. It's a little different. He came in as a backup. We ain't know what we was gonna get. You know, we ain't have whatever. But now you the starter. It's a little bit more pressure on your shoulders, baby. But we ain't gonna talk about that. There you go. Yeah, we we move we move past. We move on past we that. We move past that. But shout out. To the Mike White experience, man, it was a hell of a ride, young fella. And my man said, "I should have been the first round, <laughs> first pick, first, first pick." Round. He said, "I should have been first overall." Ooh. So, uh, I, this is not the last we see of Mike White. All right, you heard it first. This is not the last Ooh. we see. That line did Mike not White. grow well. But we uh, get up out of here. We got to get these mailbags real quick. We've been oh, telling y'all to send the mailbags in. We got Nick. Nick's been sending them in. So we hey, we're gonna keep reading them, Nick. Keep, it's the yep. mailbag db202ab41 at gmail.com. So send those mailbags in. Uh, we got one from Nick. Nick question. We drop Nick. Good morning, people. Boys, I need some answers from you. So we've seen Cam Newton resign and ball out, and now he's coaching the fucking team. And then OBJ leaves the Browns. Both situations they get painted as the bad guy. But they're good fucking teammates and good people. I don't fucking get it. OBJ, when he was hurt, he was helping the rookies learn and he was teaching them routes and everything while he was on the sidelines. And we saw Cam Newton yesterday leading the fucking huddle, even though this is his first game back in I don't even know how long. Why the fuck does the narrative get painted against these motherfuckers? I don't get it. We need some answers. Great question. And, uh, Nick, he, he was riled up over there. You had some free workout here. Yeah, free workout in the back. On the on the arms. Um, I, I would say, like you said, man, it's the narrative. It's a narrative from, I would say, the media. Because, again, like you said, if you go into each locker room that those guys have been in or even people that's come encounter with those guys, they would tell you they're good guys. You know what I mean? So, I haven't spent much time with either one of those guys. But again, um, I know for a fact that though they are good guys. You know what I'm saying? And um, again, it's the narrative that the media paints. Maybe they don't move Polarizing or, or, dress or, or dress the way a particular group of people think they should. Um, but again, man, it's just a narrative, man. And you can't always, as we always know, you can't go for what what people say you gotta you gotta build yeah. your own um opinion about a person man got to man po they're, they're, they're polarizing figures man so they're, they're gonna be talked about a lot everything they do is gonna be poked at some of the things that they have done they brought it on themselves but that's just part of it. you know we all you know we all do things um but 
from everything I've heard, I was Cam's teammate. You know, I still highlight Cam. Um, great teammate, great locker room guy. Same for Odell. But um, but yeah, that you know, that's TV. You know, they say what they got to yeah. say for ratings, and you know what it is. Cam been rubbing people the wrong way since college. You know, yeah. they hate it on Cam. So yeah, that's crazy. We go, man. Y'all be easy. Don't holler at Pat and them. Gone.